Curtin Cade Mornings, not just on the radio. It's a podcast, too. All right, let's open up the dictionary. You ready? Okay. Naval gazing. <laughs> See, it has a hyphen. Here it is. Naval gazing is the activity of spending too much time considering your own thoughts, feelings, problems, and performance. Ouch. Have you ever met a chronic naval gazer? Well, if you hang out for this podcast, you will. Brittany Allen is a Christian <laughs> blogger, and she's joining us. Hi, Brittany. How you doing? I'm great. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Good. Thanks. We're doing fantastic. <laughs> Thanks for asking. All right. You wrote an article on this. I didn't set you up. You are a card-carrying <laughs> member of the Naval Gazing Society. Uh, yes. Let's talk about that for a moment. How'd you end up there? Yeah. I mean, I don't really know. I think I just, I became a believer when I was 21, and um I think I came into the faith with a lot of baggage. Um, my previous history was just very, um, just filled with sin. I mean, that's like kind of the only way to describe it. And um, it kind of led me to really struggling with, could God really save me? Like, is His grace really enough to save somebody like me. Hmm. Yeah. I guess that's kind of the basis, the, yes. the, the way I got there. <laughs> yeah. So, so in essence, uh, you know, and this is what you're describing really, honestly, is the experience of many believers. Did it, did it kind of lead you into a sense of, of hopelessness? Really? Yeah, for sure. Um, even like just the most fleeting sinful thought, um, that it it could be something that I didn't even want to do, um, would send me spiraling kind of into my own little like pit of hopelessness and just constantly feeling like I, there's no way I can be saved. Like Christians don't have thoughts like that. Like, um, and it just would leave me, lead me to inactiveness as a Christian, really. Mm -hmm. Mm It's almost like it paralyzed you. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, you say this in your in your article, in all of my hopeless spirals, I was never drawn to Jesus. That's mm-hmm. so interesting. Yeah, I mean, when we are focused, like, I mean, there there's a place, right? Like, Scripture calls us to confirm our calling and election. And so there's a place for examining ourselves. Um, but I think when we are so focused on our sin and on our failures, because we fail every day, even as Christians, when we're like, when our eyes are there, I mean, that there's no hope inside of ourselves, right? Like the hope yeah. comes from Christ and dwelling on our sin, it doesn't point us to him. But I'm yeah. thinking about repentance um, when it comes mm-hmm. to sin. And by the way, uh, repentance has fallen on hard times. People don't really want to talk much about that, uh, even as believers. But it needs it has two components, if you think about it. It's agreeing with God that what I've done is sin. Mm-hmm. And the second part of it is grabbing on to the grace that we are given through Jesus Christ. So, you know, having the faith yeah. to believe that he did die for our sins on the cross so when we do that, then, so it seems to me, 
we get out of the ditch because, um, you know, proper repentance is vitally important. Agreeing with God that what I've done is sin and then either not caring about it really that much after that mm-hmm. or maybe um, finding ourselves in a pit of despair. Either one of those choices, uh, you know, gets us in trouble. It's only when we factor in the grace of God along with repentance and I know it seems simplistic, and I'm kind of pointing out the obvious, but we need those two components. Otherwise, we uh, feel hopeless. And then there's the enemy of our soul who wants to shine a light on that or pour gasoline on that fire. And he's out to get us. He's out to steal, kill, and destroy. And he wants to steal our faith. He wants to steal our peace. He wants to make us inactive for Christ. And Brittany, he wants to paralyze us. He wants us to just be static. He doesn't want us to take ground for the kingdom. He wants us to forget about the grace of God. Yeah, exactly. I think when those both of those scenarios that you talk about, where you either are like, well, yeah, I'm a sinner, but it's fine, or you just stay in that you know, condemnation, it just forgets the gospel. I mean, Romans says that there is therefore no now no condemnation for those of us in Christ Jesus. Like we've been justified, like our righteousness is in him. And so that frees us up to, you know, see our sin and acknowledge it and not stay there and instead just bask in his goodness and how he's justified us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of it, uh, the whole repenting thing, which I'm, I'm into, I've done it enough and I will continue. <laughs> We need, we need to be good repairs. Like all of my us. My life story. I like. What did yeah. I do now? But I had a. Uh, I think for me it might be a little easier than for some people because we are, you know, a sum of what has happened to us. And I had a, a really good parents, a really good father who um, I would blow it, and he would just be uh, okay now. We, you, you know, can't do that again. And this is, it, you know, but it, I could always, it wasn't like, oh, no, I can't tell my father he'll kill me. It would be, oh, no, let me go to dad and see what, how, how I can be helped. And so that's how I feel about God. And that's what we need to do, say, oh, man, I blew it and go right back to God because he's the one who can help us out of the pit. He's the one who can dust us off and clean us up again. Right. And That's some so people true. don't have that experience, though. They don't. It's it's a God who will come down with a fist. Yeah, exactly. And so you 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 have a wrong view of God. What was right. it? A.W. Because Tozer? of people. Tozer said the most important thing about you is what you think about when you think about God. Who yes. is God? Yeah. That's why we have to be grounded in the Bible, guys, because we need to see God for who He really is. Right, Brittany. Right. Right. Yeah. I had an absent father. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it really does affect uh, affect us a lot, that fatherly character in our lives. Um, and then trying to think of God as father, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Brittany's article, by the way, here's the title, Naval Gazing Won't Help You Grow, Thinking About Growing as a Christian, as a Believer. Thank you for taking some time to listen to this episode of the Curtain Cape Mornings podcast. We always welcome a review with your thoughts and comments, and please feel free to subscribe and follow us as well. We've kind of defined the problem here. Brittany, I want to go to the phones, though, first. Let's go to Tom. Hey, Tom, welcome to the conversation. What say you on this? What are you thinking? Well, the thing that impressed me as I listened to Coming to Faith in Christ, as she described it, 
in our culture, in the growing up episode from the time I'm born till roughly age 20, and she became a believer at 21, the culture with my parents and schooling is all about accomplishing things, to be successful, to be effective, to pass the grade, if you will. But that's not what the Lord is about. He says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that whoever believeth in him, and that's the test, and most of us don't fully see that, understand that, or get it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's great, and I'm so glad you pointed that out, Tom. Blessings to you. Thank you for weighing in. We love it when folks just uh, pick up their phones and and weigh in. Uh, Brittany, maybe some thoughts on what Tom was just sharing with us. Yeah, I mean, I think all religions, except for Christianity, we want to contribute something. Um, Whether it's, you know... I don't know. I'm not going to list a bunch, but you you know, like there's like works involved, whether it's Catholicism or the Muslim faith, like there is, there are works that people feel they need to do in order to be right with God. And Christianity is so unique in that. And I think we really struggle with that as humans. Like we want to, to, to add something, (laughs) And it's, mm-hmm. it's all of faith. Like, it's all of grace, right? Boy, that's so true. And I think some people, maybe they trip over the, um, you know, being obedient to God. And, and the Bible obviously talks a lot about this from the Ten Commandments all the way through. You know, this, this idea that obedience is important, and it is. Godliness is important, and it is. Mm-hmm. But we are operating from a place of um, security, and freedom, as we pursue uh, the Lord Himself, we are growing to be more like Him. We know that that God's goal for us as believers in Romans eight, it talks about this. God wants to conform us to the image of His Son. Okay, so this is a process. Fancy word alert here: sanctification, growing to be more like Jesus, day by day. So here's here's the the dynamic. When you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you put your faith in his work on the cross, that he died for your sins. Your sins were not swept under the carpet. They were not ignored. God didn't just look away. Because he's holy and just, he must punish sin. He can't let us off the hook. But Jesus, who knew no sin, was on the cross receiving the wrath of God for all of our sins, and we place our faith in his sacrifice. So he paid our sin debt in full. From the cross, he said, it is finished. It's over. He's paid the debt. So as, you know, and then he rose from the grave and and God accepted, God the Father accepted the sacrifice of his son. So you have that transaction. When you receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, you are justified, and then sanctification comes later. Growing to be more like Jesus is a process, but you're already forgiven. And you can pursue godliness, which can be so discouraging, one step forward, five steps back. That's okay. You can pursue godliness uh, out of the position of, hey, I am already forgiven and accepted by God. And that is a game changer, Brittany, when we view it like that. God is for us. He's with us in the trenches. He's with us in the process, isn't he? Yeah. And he 
he provides the spirit, right? So we, before, we were dead in our sin, and, and now we're alive in Christ. And he puts a spirit in us, and that enables us to be able to obey him. Um, and of course, we still fail. But like you said, we have that um righteousness like god still sees his son when he looks at us like he sees the perfection of his son and so that frees us up to just be joyful in obedience and to be joyful even in repentance um and just being able to remain like have that hope remaining like the anchor of christ as our hope and don't be discouraged if you find yourself uh battling sin the battle itself, be encouraged by it, because if you belong to the devil, you wouldn't care. There would be no battle mm. in your soul. So right. you need to keep that in mind. And read Romans 7. Paul, I believe that he was a he was a believer when he talked about what I don't want to do, I do, and I do, then I do what I don't want to do. At the end of Romans 7, though, you, you go right into Romans 8, verse 1. There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Out of my forgiveness... Jesus can help me to grow, and he does. I mean, it's it's step by step, and it's a slow process. And here's the other thing, Brittany. The closer we get to Jesus, the more we grow spiritually, the more we see the sin in our own lives mm-hmm. because we're walking next to the light, right? I mean, we're walking mm-hmm. next to the Lord, and so we see all these extra perfect or uh, imperfections, and we're like, okay, well, now I'm really discouraged, but— Think about this. The irony does not escape me. We are uh, in danger of being most discouraged, perhaps, if we're not thinking rightly, the closer we walk with the Lord. That's why we really have to have a firm grip on the gospel, even as believers. It's not just when you come to Christ. It's the gospel every single day of your life. Right. I think that's why Colossians 3 is one of my favorite passages of scripture because we have like the put-ons, right? Like the put to death this and put on this. But before that, it tells us to look to Jesus. Like it says, you know, if you've been raised with Christ, like seek things that are above where Christ is seated. And so we can't put on and put off and be obedient without first looking to Jesus. Thanks for listening to Curtin Kate Morning's podcast. Please take a minute to follow, subscribe, and review us. And no matter where in the world you are, you can listen to us live from 6 to 9 a.m. weekdays on the Moody Radio app.